0: hope to many around the globe transforming lives into legacies live in word with pastor mensah and now today's word for the people of the philistines who came to attack the land it was because they don't want anybody to have another farm they said in their hearts I suppose if this farm succeeds another person will have a farm another person will have a farm another person will have a farm and pretty soon everybody has a farm and, and, and they're going to be prosperous and they're going to be mightier. So in order to stop the success story from spreading to many people kill the one who starts the success story. And remember this whenever you are the first to start anything successful you will come under intense attack whenever you are the first in any endeavor whether the first in your family to build a house the first in your family to have a wedding the first in your family to go to university the first in your family to travel abroad the first in your family to have children, whatever you are the first in, you come under special attacks. Because the adversary, Satan, would make sure he doesn't allow you to start. Because when you start and you are successful, you will infect people with your success. And since he is a master of failure, he would make sure nobody breaks through so the story cannot spread. And that is why some of you who are pioneers come under intense attack. Because Satan doesn't want your story to spread. Now you can be a coward and run from your lentil field. Or you can be like shama and position yourself to defend your lentil field even when people have abandoned you you have to consider that what you are protecting is not only for you it's an inspiration to people after you and you have to defend some of us have to be successful so the pattern of failure in our families will change We have to change our family story, our family history. Some of us come from families where nobody has built a house. And you are the first one attempting to own a house. And you are coming against hell itself. You have to be like Shama. You have to stand and say, if everybody flees... My grandfather ran from this farm. My father ran from this farm. My uncles have been running from this farm. My aunties have run. But I will stay in this place. I will win the victory. So the story of my success will get to the next generation. You have to defend your portion. What God has given to you, don't let it leave your hand. You must defend it you must fight you must resist and you must win this battle because it's not just about you it's about generations after you when some of us were starting charismatic churches we came against intense pressure now anybody can get up and start a church and call it any name and go scot-free why do people lose the portion why do people lose the thing that god has blessed them with why do they lose it i'm going to give you four reasons first because of discouragement by reason of the attacks they get discouraged because people are attacking them every time talking about them every time criticizing them Every time. Everything they do is criticized. Everything they have to achieve, they have to fight to get it. And so they get discouraged. And sometimes you look at other people who are getting what you are looking for without any fight. And for you, it seems as if for you, everything is a fight. You see, we are all fighting different battles. What you are fighting is different from what they are fighting. There too, something else may be difficult for them which is easy for you, but you also have a point where almost everything is a battle and you have to fight. Sometimes for your health, you look at people who are well. They mistreat their bodies. They are well. They, They drink. They are well. They smoke. They are well. They overeat. They are well you take a little sugar, you are in trouble a little fat, you are in trouble every little thing it's as if everything is a battle and you get discouraged and you leave the battle but remember you have to win that battle for those coming after you who are going to be faced with this same giant if you leave the giant unconquered your children will have to come and fight them you have to deal with them in your time secondly people lose their portion because of diverted focus and attention sometimes as people go through life their focus and attention leaves they start pursuing different things and as a result they lose what god has blessed them with and it happens in so many ways you know even pastors Somebody believes he is called of God, starts a church, church is doing well, for a year or two, church is doing well, and then all of a sudden, he gets diverted, diverted with so many things. Some people get diverted with traveling, and a pastor can travel for six months and leave his church, because, you know, talking to the same people is, is boring. Believe me, I've been doing this job for 25 years to these people. It's boring. It's not exciting. You come and stand in front of the same people and say the same thing and keep saying it and keep saying it. It's boring. Sometimes you want change. You want to do something different. That diverted focus will make you lose your portion. Because if I lose my attention, what I think is boring today will not even be there for it to bore me. So I have to keep my focus. People marry. And they are happy with their marriage. But they get diverted. Because it's the same boring husband. Same boring wife. Same boring house. Same boring bed. I won't go any further. So they divert attention. They are looking for excitement. And when you do that. You lose your portion. Remember what God has blessed you with. And keep it, because you're not just keeping it for yourself, you're keeping for those coming after you. Diverted focus and attention. Diminish passion and interest. People lose passion, they lose interest, they're no longer passionate. One of the things I pray to God about is never to lose my passion for preaching after all these years of preaching and my wife will tell you I never take what I do for granted never I never get up one week to say oh this week let me just go and say something never the same energy as a matter of fact the energy is even going higher I devote more time now preparing to preach than I used to do when I started because this is what God has given me if I lose the passion, take the people for granted, come here and just tell them anansi stories, I will lose them. And then I will realize after they are gone that getting them back is more difficult than getting them in the first place. It's like everything else. You have to be passionate and keep it. Fourth, people lose what they have because they disdain their gifts And their callings they disdain what they have and many times they do that simply because they are comparing themselves with other people somebody will always have what you don't have I think you have to come to terms with that listen to me married people In your eyes your husband is the best but believe you me there are nice guys out there in your eyes your wife is the best but believe you me there are nice girls out there the fact that you like what you have does not mean that nothing will be there that is also good and if you despise what you have You'll be interested in something else. If you despise your own business, despise your own church. As a pastor who (laughs) had a program in his church, this is a true story. Ridiculous, but true. Program in his church. He invited a guest speaker. And the guest speaker came, and the church was full. And his leaders came to tell him, the church is full, it's overflow, people are sitting outside. Aren't you coming for the service? Because by this time he was at home. And they were excited that for once their church is overflowing. The pastor says, I'm not coming. They said, why are you not coming? He said, when I'm preaching, they don't come. Now that I've brought somebody, they have come. They should go and go and listen to that person, not me. (laughs) People lose what they have because they despise it. They despise what they have. Either it's too little, it's too small, it's not as big as what somebody else has, it's not as nice as what somebody else has, your business is not as prosperous, your church is not that big. Your marriage doesn't seem to be as happy as the other person. Remember, there are, in this world, there's a lot of pretense. There are people who are nice outside and terrible inside. So if all you see is, look at that man, look at the way he treats his wife. He's always saying, honey, 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 honey. Maybe outside his wife is honey, but inside she's lemon. You don't know. You don't know. But you look outside and say, ah, you don't call me honey. You don't call, me too I am honey. Me too call me honey. (laughs) Don't disdain and despise what you have. Because if you do, you will lose it. As bad as you think it is, it is God's gift to you. Now, Shama is standing with his friends in their field. I suppose maybe they were working on their field and philistine troops surround them i'm sure the people who ran some of them were saying it doesn't matter we'll go and start another farm my life is not worth this farm if you want to defend it defend it next year too we'll plant i'm sure they had all kinds of excuses but they left the field something they had work for, something they were anticipating to reap, they left it because opposition has shown up. And this man was left alone. I'm just here to let you know, whatever God gives you, you have to fight to keep it. And don't make cheap excuses and say, it doesn't matter, oh, this one, it doesn't matter. It will be fine. It may be the only opportunity you have Fight for it, contend for it. I'm going to take you through how this man fought for and defended his portion. I'm going to show you three things he did. Let's look at his defense strategy, Shammah's defense strategy. What did he do? If you read verse 12, the Bible says he stationed himself in the middle of the field defended it and killed the philistines so the lord brought about a great victory i like how it ends it says so the lord brought about a great victory but throughout it doesn't say the lord was the one who defended it the lord was the one who fought the lord was the one who killed the philistines but in the end it is god who gets the glory it gives me the impression that what was at stake was the glory of god what was at stake Is who gets the glory. If you win, God gets the glory. If Satan wins, he gets the glory. May I just suggest to you, my friends, that what is at stake is not even your reputation or your business or your marriage. It is the glory of God. It is the glory of God. You may think it's your own battle. You are fighting your own battle, but it is God's glory. If that business succeeds, God will get the glory. And God knows you will give him the glory. And Satan wants to make sure you never give God the glory. It is the glory of God. This is a spiritual warfare you are fighting in the name of the Lord. Three things that he did. Number one, the Bible says he positioned himself in the middle of the field. He positioned himself in the middle of the field. Not outside the field. In the middle of the field. Where you position yourself is very important. How you position yourself in relation to what you have is important. What does it mean that he positioned himself in the middle of the field? It means he acknowledged his inheritance. He was saying, this is mine. This is my blessing. This is my field. This is mine and I'm not going to leave this place. He positioned himself in the middle of his field. He acknowledged, this is mine. This is my inheritance. This is my blessing. This is what God has given to me. It also means he accepted personal Responsibility. Personal responsibility. What Shama was saying was, if you are gone, I am here. If I die, I want to die trying to rescue this field. If I die, I don't want to be, die in the hands of the Philistines in a strange land. I want to die in my field. It's personal responsibility. You may never have people supporting you, my friends. Sometimes in life, you struggle with no help. Nobody will help you. Nobody will come and encourage you. If you're looking for encouragement, you may never get it. It's your own struggle. You must fight it. It's your fight. Nobody has been called to fight your fight for you. If you want to break through in life, it's your fight. That business you started, it's your fight. And if you go to people asking them for money and they don't give you, don't get angry with them. It's not their fight. It's your fight. That marriage, it's your fight. That health problem you have to be well, it's your fight. The sickness is not on anybody. If you don't accept personal responsibility... Nobody's going to fight for you. Sometimes I see people fighting things, but they don't take personal responsibility. Sometimes even people are fighting health problems. They go to the hospital, and you ask them, what does the doctor say? They say, ah, I don't know. What did you ask him? The doctor says, ah, uh, it looks like something. And, and people say something like, when I ask the doctor, he gets annoyed. Yes, because he's not the one who is sick. You are the sick one. If he's annoyed, put pressure on him because it's your body. And if it's your body, take personal responsibility. And don't just sit down and say, well, I don't know. Don't relinquish your life and the authority of your life and put it in somebody's hand. Nobody can care for you like you. Take charge of your life. Position yourself in your inheritance. Stand where God has placed you. It's your marriage. It's your life. It's your children. Nobody is obliged to take care of your children. Nobody is obliged to help you succeed in life. You are obliged to help yourself succeed in life. It's your responsibility. Because when the enemies come, the friends will leave. But it's fine. It's fine. Let them leave. Don't be upset. Don't be angry. Don't curse them. Let them go. But position yourself where God has called you. Acknowledge what you have. Take personal responsibility. Second thing he did. He defended. The Bible says he defended his ground. He took position and started defending. Defense is not the same as attack. Later you find he attacked. But before you attack, you defend. You make sure the enemy doesn't trespass. What does it mean by he defended his ground? It means he protected what God had given him. He protected it. He made sure. It will not fall into enemy hands. He ensured that every little bit of what he had would be well secured. Defend what you have. It also means that he pushed the enemy backwards. He pushed the enemy backwards. He told the enemy, you can't come in and take my field. Go back. He pushed the enemy He pushed the enemy. You have to learn to push. Push them backwards. Push that sickness backwards. Push that trouble backwards. It's coming into your life, but don't let it get to the center of the field. Because if it gets to the middle of the field, it is the owner of the field. And that is why he positioned himself in the middle. And defended from the middle, pushing them outwards. Because the middle was the center of his possession. He defended his ground. Third thing, the Bible says he killed the Philistines. That means he attacked. You don't defend and killed. If you kill, it means he attacked. He went on the offensive. He went on the offensive. He started going against what was attacking him. It's not enough to defend. You have to also know how to go on the offensive don't just leave yourself to be attacked at will by people everybody feels like talking rubbish to you they come and talk rubbish to you everybody feels like insulting you they come and insult you for free and you say ask for me i'm a christian it's okay i give it to the lord don't let anybody take your Christianity as a sign of weakness. And don't let people walk on you as a doormat because you are a child of God. You are born again. Every time you, you want to be strong, they'll say, well, but your Bible says... And they, but they attack you and they don't quote the Bible. You have to be strategic. What does that mean that he attacked the Philistines? It means he eliminated the threat. his inheritance he made sure that field will be secure and you have to make sure that field that god has given to you is secure this year as we talk about breakthrough you will have the portion but when you have your portion don't lose it don't get a portion in january and lose it in March. don't get a blessing in august and lose it in december Don't get your breakthrough in 2010 and lose it in 2011. Whatever God gives you, you must fight for. You must defend. And you must protect. I think there's a major problem. It's all right. It also means, we'll proceed. It means also that He exalted the name of the Lord. Your victory is god's victory your success is god's success your breakthrough is god's breakthrough your favor is god's favor when god wants to magnify himself in the earth he can't just be in heaven and magnify himself who sees it nobody he can't magnify himself in the skies if god wants to magnify his name He has to do it where people see it. And he does it in your life, in my life. When we win the battle, then people know the God we serve. When we get that breakthrough, then people know the God we serve. When we rise on top, then people know the God we serve. I pray and I trust God that whatever portion he has given to you, Whatever you hold in your hand, you would not lose it, you will defend it, you will push the enemy backwards, you will eliminate the threat, and the portion you have grown, you will live to eat the fruit of your labor. You would not die prematurely, you will not be captured prematurely, your success will not be taken away from you, you will live to enjoy your success for your children and for your children's children. In Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. Give God praise somebody. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you for listening to Living Word. To interact with Pastor Mensah Ottoville like his page on Facebook. Follow him on Twitter at Mensah Otebill. Email autobill at centralgospel.com or call plus 233 302 688 000